That Was a Ghost. And hi, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like urban legends. Cryptocurrency. Strange and unusual things. You gave me a look like, what is that? And that's like bitcoins and stuff. No, I know what cryptocurrency is. Oh, okay. It was just a new one and it actually (laughs) was relevant. So it wasn't like spooky pants or (laughs) leftover lasagna. So like I was surprised. How much bitcoin has dropped or plummeted in value over the last couple years. That's scary. Yeah. What else do we talk about? Paranormal things. Bitcoin is actually a ghost, if you think about it, because it doesn't exist anywhere. It's hard to see, and it makes your life worse because of, again, how much it's decreased in value. Right. Or it's just creepy in general. (laughs) It is scary in general. Yeah, well, because I guess that's because you don't trade it. You use it to buy and sell things that they can't track you with on the dark web. Right. Oh, so we talk about the dark web, too, now, apparently. Yes. Um, Buying human heads from the dark web. The dark web is creepy. The dark web is very scary. We've never been on the dark web. Wait, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to block us really quick for a second because we're already going off on a tangent and we need to say what we do. Each week, Lindsay and I research topics separately from one another and then we report back to each other and with each and every one of you on the show for the very first time in human history. We listen with you. We do. Okay, back to Bitcoin. So, yeah, you can buy human heads on the dark web. You can buy human arms. You can buy human shirts. You can buy the very rare and limited edition and cursed Jinko jeans. No, sorry, kickwear jeans. You can buy Jinko jeans on eBay. Yeah, but those are What just... if there's a dark eBay? Oh, what would it be called? Um, Not D- Don't say D-Bay. <laughs> Scree-Bay? <laughs> I don't know. Is it, oh, like for Scream? Yeah. Okay, so Scree-Bay. Scream-Bay. Scream-Bay. If what so what sort of things would you buy in Scream? Well, I guess anything that you buy on the dark web. Uh, blood. Okay, plenty of blood. Animal parts. This is you don't know this, but this is I think the husband and wife synergy happening here. Both of the things that you've said relate, are like ritual things. Both of the things that you just said relate to my topic. Oh. But I don't want to talk about it yet. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about jinkos. Well, I jinkos aren't on the dark web. Well, they might be. I don't know. Maybe there's like a limited edition Jinko. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like some sort of a secret haunted cryptid Jinko. Uh, did you? We've we've talked about Jinkos before. You did not own any Jinkos. You Jinkos. have talked about Jinkos oh, okay. before. <laughs> I've listened to you talk about Jinkos. Yeah. I, yeah, I have. I've I talked. did not own any Jinkos. Okay. I did. I had. I know. Oh, my gosh. How many pairs did I have? I know I've said it before, but I forget how many pairs of Jinkos I had. I know I had the taxi ones. I had the skunks. I had the kangaroos. I feel like the way you talk about Jinkos is like you're very proud of that in your life. And like that's probably on your resume. It is. Yeah. Underneath my references. Underneath my references, I have five pages that I've written on the pages. This page intentionally left blank. And then they're like, wow, there are a lot of blank pages. I wonder if there's anything else. And then you get to the sixth page, if that's the number I said, you get to the sixth blank page and then it says flip over for fun facts, which is always, which, which is something I think. For Screen Bay. Well, I don't include my dark web user name. Yeah, that would be, that wouldn't work out well. It wouldn't work out. No, it'd be scary. But I think that more resumes need to include fun facts. So I have fun facts about myself, did own Jinkos, did own Kickwear, preferred 
the way that kickwear sort of flowed more than Jinko jeans. That's it, basically. You were a cool, trendy kid. I don't think, see, you see, cool. Always, you always had like the cool, trendy clothes. I don't think I did, did I? Yeah, you always had new stuff. I had Jinkos. You had Jinkos, but they were cool at the time. I will say, though, first day of ninth grade, I did wear those pants. Now, please, everyone chill out. This was the year 2000. This was eight. This is 18, no, not 18 years. Yeah, this is, no. This what is, is it? 1828. Oh, yeah, no. First eight, pair of Jinkos formed. 1828, first pair of Jinkos. They... Do you think back in the day there was one guy that was like, because they used to make a lot of their clothes that like made their his pants way too big. And he was like, guys, these are cool, right? And then everybody's like, no, Charles, no. No, no they're really not. Well, yeah, because you had like the town blacksmith, the town soap maker, the town candle maker. So I'm sure there was like a town... Um, Jinko maker. Sort of. Like where <laughs> maybe this person had a shop right next to where everyone like where everyone else got their clothes like fixed and altered and made and stuff. And this guy would always stand outside like ringing a bell like, I got these really cool new pants. Come on in. Ring, ringing his There's bell. There's so much room. They get caught up in everything. They're you great. step on the bottoms. Terrible. They're great. Terrible for hunting and terrible for war, but they're cool to wear around. They're really cool. They're gigantic. The guy that did that is probably turning in his grave right now because he's like, I invented these jinkos, plinkos. Like, he also invented the game, <laughs> the cool on, uh, game one. What's the What's the show? The Price is Right. Price is Right. Yeah, yeah. plinko. Yeah, he's mad. What do you think? He, what What do you think they actually would have been called back then? Like old timey, old timey days. Big pants. Like yeah, like pants? very large pants. Probably something pretty obvious, like money wasters, because it's a it's it's a waste <laughs> of resources. Kinda, yeah. Is that well? I mean, that's not like very. I don't. I don't know if you'd want to market your pants. Call them money gobblers. Money gobblers. <laughs> Just call them gobblers. Gobblers. That's cool. And then big old gobbler pants. They were called money gobblers, but because he was a very truthful guy, Charlie. Uh, Charlie Gobbler. Charlie would, you know, be like Charlie well, Abraham Gobbler. Is that? Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh. Okay. Great. And then whenever he would be advertising these pants, because he wouldn't want to tell, he wouldn't want to lie, so he would say money in front of gobblers really quietly. So he he's like, I was still being uh forthright in what I was saying. I wasn't being dishonest. You just didn't hear me say money in front of gobbler. They're very expensive. All right. Well, I think we should talk about this a little bit later and maybe dive into your topic. <laughs> Now, by saying talk about it later, do you mean let's never talk about this again? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm fine if we don't talk about it again. My topic for this week has to do with blood and animal parts. Oh, I love blood and animal parts. I know you do. We, you and I both eat meat. Yeah. I, you know, what? I'm trying to kind of wean meat out. Wean meat out? Wean meat out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like a animal rights activist thing or i just feel sad you just don't want to eat enough or do you well it you doesn't make me much? feel good when sure. i eat it i feel sicky and i just see like little baby pigs which and i'm like oh you know what's really cute are little baby cows little baby kangaroos too yeah but then you you see those one photos online of like the like alpha male kangaroos and they look like ripped human beings and they're really it's really upsetting yeah have you seen those? Yeah, they're scary. I mean, and that's not my justification for why I eat kangaroo every single morning, because I do. <laughs> Only the tail. In your omelet. It's very wasteful. Chop the tail off. Do you think it's weird that they serve, because like hot dogs are supposed to be like scraps from like a bunch of different animals, right? Yeah. Do you think it's weird that they serve like a lot of hot dogs at the zoo? 
Like yeah, it's it like a little, a little of everybody. It's a little weird. Yeah. So, but if, yeah. So if you're ever at a zoo and they say like Columbus Zoo exclusive hot dogs, that means like there's probably a fennec fox, a bunch there's of birds. A warthog in there. The what? Those like really pretty Mexican wolves. Okay. So anyways, talking about eating animals and blood. My topic deals exclusively with animal blood and animal parts. It's the whole concept and mystery around mass animal mutilation or like livestock mutilation i know you're getting really deep in this conversation deep or dark web both Ooh, because there's the deep web and there's the dark web yeah welcome to my new maybe we should throw a disclaimer disclaimer this we're gonna talk about some animal mutilation today apparently this is the dark web it's really not gross it's just that's the name okay it's not disgusting don't worry i'm i don't like i don't like yucky stuff Okay, I don't like yucky stuff either. (laughs) So I have one story in particular that I'll be discussing, but this whole concept of like people walking out and seeing all their cows dead and stuff, right? This has been going on for a long time. Yeah, my whole... Okay, so we have new microphones which are designed to not pick up a lot of background noise, but I hope everyone heard that guy revving revving his hog outside. Yeah, some guy was revving his hog. He's just riding Speaking of hogs, we might- Speaking of hogs, this is very weird. This is like, I feel like a ghost show, like, it had to be that because- Earlier in the day, my arms were cold because I was wearing a short sleeve shirt, and then a ghost said, and then a ghost made me cold. Did they know I wasn't wearing sleeves? Wild hogs? (laughs) Again, I love, wild, I love hogs. wild hogs. I don't love it, but I'll it's watch a, it. It's a terrible movie, but I just, I love it. I don't like it that much. Okay, so animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so walking out of your house or out of your farm, out of your chateau, and seeing a bunch of your animals dead is not a new thing. This isn't like a hip, new, trendy thing that like, oh, Kim Kardashian loves seeing all of her cows dead. <laughs> so now everyone- Because <laughs> she has a bunch of cows. Well, she has a bunch of cows. So now Kim and Kanye in Northwest in Chicago, isn't one of their babies named Chicago? No. Uh, <laughs> I think it's something like that. Well, maybe it's not Kanye. I don't think it's Chicago. I don't know. I heard it. I mean, there's either Northwest way. and then there's other baby. Baby. Yeah. Second baby. Second baby. It's actually called Second Baby West. Second Baby West. Second Baby is a, a better name than Second Baby. Than Northwest. Second Baby. I like it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big Kardashian person, but I think Northwest is kind of a cool name. I don't I don't dislike the name Northwest. And like, I love the Pacific Northwest. So. so yeah. So do I. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Kardashian. Well, I can't believe Kardashians creeped into our podcast. I know. And I'm really sad, but I was trying to make a comparison or a joke to like okay. how it's not like a new trendy thing that they there there was a commercial film where one of the Kardashians was drinking a Pepsi and they saw their cows dead and they're like mass livestock mutilation and they open up their Pepsi and they drank a sip Pepsi that's that's the whole commercial we're gonna get sued by Pepsi now <laughs> at least we would get a little bit of like fame and recognition okay and then people would listen to the episode and be like that's why Pepsi sued him because they talked about a bunch of cows dying so the whole thing around the quote-unquote paranormal aspect of mass animal mutilation or livestock wiping out it's weird because all of the reported ones has to do specifically with how whatever happened to all the livestock cows sheep, pigs goats whatever they weren't eaten or ravaged by a wild animal because they're not there's not bite marks there's not like it doesn't look like some wolves or whatever got to these animals they're just dead they're dead 
and all of their blood is gone. All of their blood. I don't know if I've heard of that. Yeah, it's I when when I was researching all this stuff, almost every single case that I read, all of their blood was completely and totally gone. Even Weird. in the in the new case I'm talking about, even their hearts, the blood was completely drained from their body. Now, cows are large animals. Right. Cows approximately have four and a half gallons of blood in their body. Which is a lot. I feel like you're going to be on a list because I just imagine you Googling how much blood is in a cow. Thankfully, I didn't have to Google that part. Oh, you already knew it? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew it since I was five. There was one day when uh, my dad, David Reed, the former and honorable mayor of Madison, Ohio, tucked me in and said, good night, Jordy, and said, and remember, cows have around four and a half gallons of blood, and then tucked me in, gave me a kiss on my forehead, and then hit the road. Yeah. So I remember that, you know, uh, it was the day before my fifth birthday. Great. In other cases, some of their organs, some of the livestock's organs were removed with, quote, surgical precision. Oh, so it was a pot of orcas. Well, that's the weird thing that why I don't know necessarily if the orcas were the ones. Okay, so if you don't know it, there's a story going around where a bunch of great white sharks, right, Lens? Yeah, so I'm, I love orcas yes, a, a lot. lot. So there is a pod of orcas that, or just pods of orcas, they are finding that they're kind of getting bored and they like certain delicacies of animals, like parts of animals. Yes. And they're actually finding that they're eating great whites, but not just eating them. They're like surgically removing their livers and eating out their tongues. Now, here's what I think. All of their blood isn't drained from their body. No, they just have like a taste for liver. I want to know if it's proven because after reading stuff on this list, that could be, at least right now, the most logical explanation as to what's happening. But that, does, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's exactly what's happening. Orcas have been known to like punch with their noses and eat great white sharks because orcas are crazy well they're the serial murderers of the sea yeah but they are the, the most the most adorable serial murderers i know i love orcas yeah, they're so crazy smart they're crazy smart they're crazy dark and smart most likely to be a serial murderer and also super smart orca and orca yeah that's the high school superlative but with all of these cases number one blood gone for sure Number two, and number two is a possibility, some organs, not all, but some select organs are removed with, quote, surgical precision. Sometimes certain bones are removed. But number three, which is always a number three, there's never been any blood spilled on the ground or animal tracks or footprints. Leading so vampires. Up. Could be floating vampires. A lot of people expect that it's alien related. A lot yeah, of, I was going to say. A lot of people expect that it's some creepy cryptid. Either way... To walk out, like as, as logical as you and I are, to walk out of our farm in the morning, you and I have our nice mugs of coffee and like some cool clay mugs that we made because we live on a farm. We're going to go. We our have spooky our, spouses mugs. We have our very cute uh, hand spun spooky spouses mugs. We have our basket to go get our chicken eggs. And then we're walking past the pig pen and we realize, oh, 20 of our pigs are dead. Oh, and all their blood's gone and there's no tracks anywhere in the mud. There's nothing. Oh, and the the tongues of a few of them are also gone. 
weird. I, I, I could safely assume that now, you and I... Now, are these cases, like, proven? This is, these are, is a these proven are documented, fact. D- these are documented cases, which makes this, okay. honestly, at least uh, out, of, out of the topics that I brought in, at least for me, personally, the most compelling, because these are documented. Like, I've, I've seen photos online of all this stuff. Now, that's not to say that these photos couldn't have been faked. Right. Because that's one thing that you always have to take into consideration with any and all things paranormal adjacent, is that could be fake for sure. But I would think that the rate at which this is happening and that people might not want to necessarily just kill off a bunch of their pigs just for notoriety, I would like to think that this is has at least some truth in it. I just imagine like a bunch of farmers like being attacked by like organizations like PETA or something. Yeah. And then they're like, no, we didn't slaughter all these pigs. Like we just woke up one day and they were dead. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? So all of this was created just to sort so of they keep wanted, PETA away. Yeah, they wanted to die. <laughs> that, it's so weird. So we ate them. Yeah, I uh, our our daughter started learning how to communicate with the pigs, and she developed this form of sign language with them. And the pigs were saying, "Please drain our blood on on this day, August first. So we did it, and that's what happened. I mean, it wasn't our fault. The Probably. the pigs wanted it. One thing I forgot to mention about this stuff, well, I didn't forget, I just—I guess I haven't gotten there yet. In some of these cases, the animal's bones were also broken as if they'd been dropped from a very high distance. Oh, so it's kind of probably leaning more towards an alien. Maybe, but we don't know. I mean, it's if aliens are real or not real, whatever. The whole fact that they were dropped from a high distance is also weird. Yeah. And I guess they, they think that because it's not like, oh, one rib is broken. I guess multiple bones are on the same area are broken and they're broken in a way that would imply they had been dropped or they'd fallen from very high up. No evidence of animal predation. Again, no footprints, no paw prints, no tire tracks, no human debris, or as our friend uh, Cynthia's dad says, no human derbis. Derbis. Since the 1990s, there have been countless reports of livestock being found mutilated around Central and South America and the Caribbean. And now a lot of this when people go directly towards the paranormal or the supernatural, everyone blames it on the chupacabra. You and I have talked about the chupacabra a little bit. The yeah. the, the famed goat sucker sucks the blood out of all your goats or your right, livestock. Right, which would make sense because that's what it sounds like. Sure, but the case I'm talking about, which is the next line in my notes, happened in the Ukraine. So unless the chupacabra is like, man, I need a vacation. I'm going to go to the well, Ukraine. Well, it's 2018 now. Yes. Chupacabra might be able to venture out now why, might be able to travel why wouldn't the chupacabra be able to do it last year because he didn't know because the the chupacabra didn't know about frontier airlines or something yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> well see yeah the chupacabra doesn't have any money so maybe like nowadays like you have to work like all the time to just afford to you know exist yeah hey so maybe he got a job and he's like why well, have a little extra couple extra bones Hey, funny pun. <laughs> Very funny pun. I'm going to go travel around. Maybe it built a little boat. Maybe it took him years to build a little boat for him. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? And he just sails across the ocean. How adorable and also scary if you were like on some fishing trip and like it's an overnight thing and you wake up and it's all foggy and you see the chupacabra in like a funny little canoe just booking it. And he meets a pot of orcas and he's like, you guys, wait, you guys do weird things too? And like play with your food? You guys are super messed up as well? You guys eat the livers and tongues out of sharks? I thought I was the only one they have a support group. Oh, now they're, yeah, now they're best buds. Yeah, chupacabra and orca support group. That's really cute. Aw, how cute. 
<laughs> well, anyway, so that's a little bit of the background as to what these things are, how they typically happen. Now, this is a case that happened, I think, within the last week in... Oh, so that's fairly recent. So it's it's kind of like a breaking booze. I mean, I guess it kind of is a breaking booze story, but I, I've been wanting to talk a little bit about like livestock blood draining for a while. So this was all too perfect that this worked out this way. Yeah. So thank you very much. <laughs> Um, before I forget, or if I don't get there, all of the information that I'm getting is from the reporter Robbie Graham, who is a British paranormal and lecturer, or a, a British paranormal reporter and lecturer. Now, you always say how you're going to mispronounce words. I'm going to mispronounce words for sure. Okay. So this, all of this happened in the village of Mitvivsky in the Ukraine's Ternopil Oblast region. <laughs> oh. Okay. So... I'm sure I butchered those words, no pun intended, but I didn't. I'm sorry. So a farmer walked out. The farmer's name is Mykalio Ostabyuk. Oh, Mykalio. Ostabyuk. Well, friends call him just Mykalio. Let's call him Mike because his name is spelled M-Y-K-H-A-I-L-O. So we'll just call him Mike. Okay, Mike. So Mike, the farmer in the Ukraine, walked out to find eight of his sheeps. Sheeps? Sheep. Eight of his sheep. Sheep. Eight of his sheep totally wiped out. And he said, quote, the corpses of the sheep were scattered in different parts of the sheepfold, which means pasture, which I thought was endearing and a nice name for it. Looks like they were hunted and killed one by one. I'm not sure how you'd figure that out, but they were all killed. I'm assuming one by one. And after this, he said he'll be he'll he'll be making sure to install closed circuit TV cameras or security cams all around his property, uh, all around all around his property. Yeah, that's what I don't get is like if anything is recent, like why wasn't there security cameras? Because like you think you'd want security on your animals. Oh yeah, well one of the most compelling pieces of Bigfoot evidence, honestly, the only compelling photograph I've ever seen was taken from a trail cam in this guy's front yard because all of his apples were getting eaten from his tree and he found a fox and then the next photo because it's like 20 second intervals it takes photos the fox is running away with its tail tucked between its legs obviously scared and then the next photo is this giant hairy thing bending down eating apples off the ground and it like that that's the most compelling piece of evidence i've ever seen but it was taken from a trail cam which i guess is a form of what closed circuit tv or whatever the vet who went to the scene said that there were two puncture necks on the sheep uh on their necks Sorry, two puncture wounds (laughs) on their necks and on their legs. So I believe that means there was one on the neck and one on the legs. At least from the, the, the photos I saw, it looked like one up here and then one by their legs. And they were completely drained of blood, even from their hearts, completely drained. There was no blood on the ground as well. And the vet said, quote, I've never seen anything like it. End quote, which I could say, yeah, probably for sure. I've never seen anything like that. And that was a week ago. It was about a week ago. Yeah. In the Ukraine, a local hunter who has the coolest name on earth, Yaroslav Yurchuk, Mm. said that the kills could not have been done from foxes, wolves or dogs because they would have eaten the entire animal. Right. And you would see bite marks. They wouldn't waste it. Also, a reason why it couldn't be that is because in this area, there's no big forests. It's a lot of rolling hills and stuff. So wolves and stuff don't really live around the area because there's nowhere for them to hide. And now, of course, locals are afraid to leave their homes because there's some wild beast out there draining the blood from the necks and legs and hearts of sheep. I wouldn't be surprised if like a new cryptid came out of that. Well, think about think about how big areas of northern Asia or eastern Europe are, right? Like 
in the Ukraine, there's a ton of area, a, a ton of space. And I, I think it's safe to assume that a large majority of it is uninhabited, which gives a cryptid a ton of room to like spread their wings to if they have them. wings. Yeah, seriously. And if they're but like if, if they're also able to travel like the chupacabra by boat, by plane, by Heelys, by the cool new electronic solar powered scooters that are all over Columbus Ugh. and I'm sure other cities as well, it might be really easy for a cryptid to sort of make its rounds and get the blood it needs. Scooter over. Scooter over, dude. Scooter over. Y'all want to hang out? Scooter over. Scooter over. I'm on my scooter. <laughs> a lot of our friends have been getting on those scooters. Yeah, they need to wear helmets. So a week before all of this happened in the Ukraine, in an area in India, Odisha, 10 sheep were also found dead in a similar fashion. But a few of these sheep had their intestines totally removed. Hmm. So their hearts were drained of blood. Their whole bodies were drained of blood. I'm sure there are some puncture wounds. I didn't know or I didn't see in the article if it said it was their neck or their leg. But blood drained totally from somewhere and their intestines gone. I mean, just like how we were talking about orcas, like, and how they have their delicacies and stuff, but, like, they've adapted to these. So, like, maybe a pack of something, whether it's, like, wolves or bats or, I don't know, something, like, maybe they're developing, which is still creepy. Oh, yeah. That they're developing, like, a taste for just, like, the blood and the intestines or, you know what I mean? Like, because oh, animals absolutely. aren't wasteful, but, like, to not have blood at all anywhere, like, that's a little weird. You know, you you do make a really good point that animals are not wasteful whatsoever. But, like, may, who? yeah, who knows? Maybe some animals are like, I like to eat this and I know I need to eat this, but there's a ton of these things around. And what maybe they've learned, perhaps, that we don't necessarily, quote, unquote, need this, whatever the animal's concept of needing or not needing is. So it's like, let's just drink its blood and get the intestines because we like the taste of those and let's dip. I mean, Molly likes certain treats over other treats. Yeah. And she's a, she loves peanut butter. She loves peanut butters. And she will lick that container clean. No mess. She loves it. Same thing. She love it. She love it. <laughs> Peanut butter is easy to get all over the place. She doesn't get it all over the place. Yes, you're absolutely right. Oh, so these these sheeps in India were found both in their pens and scattered in the streets, which is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I Man, that's your whole day walking out of your front door and seeing a bunch of dead sheep and their intestines all over, like gone or all uh, whatever. Now, the, the farmer who reported this said that there were deep claw marks, but only in the sheep's necks. Nowhere else in their body, only in their necks. Uh, this area in India has a history, I guess, of bizarre animal attacks. And that's it. That's all I have on the India one. Hmm. Now, there's one theory that I don't really talk about theories to things except for our own. But there is one theory that was written in the Associated Press in 2006 as to why this happens. And it's related to the government. Oh, there's always like a government conspiracy. Yeah, isn't there? There is this, in, in 2006, the Navy was trying to develop this type of synthetic blood to use in trauma victims called, which is a very, very scary name, and I'm surprised it's not like in some video game, Hemopure. Oh. Hemopure. Which actually isn't a bad idea because I feel like they always need blood. Like yeah, they true. always want you to donate blood. If we could do a, a synthetic blood, oh yeah. That would like save so many lives. Now I guess what's creepy about this is that they were taking the blood from cows, and I believe this actually happened. I, I believe I, I I did not read the article in Associated Press because that's not the nature of our show. Well, and it's a theory. And it's a theory, but allegedly they tested hemopure on 1,100 patients in 2006. Now, the creepiest part about it 
is that they were able to do it because they're the government without consent of any of the trauma victims, which then implies like... Scary. Yeah, it's super scary. Like a lot of people have do not resuscitate like tattooed on their body, on their license or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know the fact that they like were like, well, let's not worry about that. And let's just give them a bunch of hemopure, fake synthetic cow's blood and turn them into superhumans is scary. It's very scary. Well, we're safe in our house. Yes. You don't need to be too scared. This conversation is just a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood. (laughs) Well, I think because like I'll say the word diaper a lot and I'll say the word barf a lot. Uh, So I think today it's just blood. Okay. That's all I have. Well, interesting. Thanks, Lens. A little macabre. Yeah, isn't it? But interesting. I'm going to have a silly one next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine's a little silly. Okay, good. It'll it'll counteract. So we're doing serious cop, silly cop. Yes. And I definitely have silly cop this week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's do some haunted housekeeping. Yeah. And then we'll come back and you can be as silly as you want. I'm going to get silly with it. Okay. Will Smith. Prove it. Getting silly with it. Getting silly with it. Well, we'll silly see you in a second in three, two, one. Our first sponsor this week is our sippable, shroomable, silly mushroom buddies. For Sigmatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know them. You sip them. You like them. You eat them. Whatever. So if you don't know about Four Sigmatic, welcome. You're going to learn a little bit about Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a company started by this guy. His first name is Tiro, which is super cool. Is that true? T-E-R-O. Oh. Yeah. He's not an alien. He's a human. Okay. I believe he's Scandinavian. Either way, Tiro. Cool. He makes cool little uh, mushroom drinks. Yeah, he does. So mushrooms in general have a ton of nutritional benefits that we could all, well, benefit from, right? But a lot of people don't like eating them. They're slimy. They they feel weird. They look weird. Some of them look like... Fungi. Yeah, like a fung, like a fungus. <laughs> what Tiro and all the people at Four Sigmatic have done have made mushrooms sippable. They put them into a little powder or an elixir that you could put in a smoothie, or they have instant coffee, hot cocoa mix, matcha green tea mix. You just drank a matcha green tea mix last night. I did. Lindsay woke up from a nap, and I had some matcha green tea mix, and then I put some uh, almond milk in it, and I I had this very pale green drink, and Lindsay woke up from a nap, and I think the first thing you said was, what are you drinking? And I was like, oh, it's my silly little green drink from Four Sigmatic, and I love it. Yeah, and I don't really like mushrooms at all, and the coffee is really delicious. It is. The hot cocoa is delicious. I think my favorite is the hot cocoa. The hot cocoa is pretty good. It's a little spicy. Mmm, spicy and nicey. Mexican hot cocoa. Yeah, it's very good. They have instant coffee. They have whole bean coffee. They have mushroom elixirs and like superfood blends you can put in smoothies or whatever. However however you want to sip it, you can sip it. If you drip it, sip it. (laughs) Grip it, drip it, sip it. That's what I think we always say in our house. If you want to try for a Sigmatic and you want a little discount, maybe 10%, you can use our discount code of SCAVTRUFFLE at checkout. That's S-C-A-V, truffle, and start sipping 
right now. I mean, what? School's back in session. I know we talk a lot about they it. They have but... a lemonade that is black. Oh, yeah. Which is have... really spooky and cool. Say say you're running late for your death metal band practice that you just started. And you're like, I need something cool and fun to drink on the way. Charcoal lemonade from Four Sigmatic. Yeah. It's so heavy duty and it's so sweet. Again, go to foursigmatic.com. Use the coupon code SCAVTRUFFLE for 10% off. Might I recommend the Mushroom Starter Pack? I believe you get some coffee, hot cocoa mix, and the matcha. And we still have our matcha. Like, it, it, it lasts a while. Yeah, it really does. So start sipping today if you want. Our next sponsor is Muslim Backpacks. I know school just started. I know you need a cool new backpack. Or say you're a traveler and you're like, you know what? I need something that fits in those overhead compartments. I don't want to pay for my luggage. Get a Muslim Backpack. I think paying for your luggage, unless you are my brother and sister-in-law and you are bringing a giant inflatable stand-up paddleboard. And a kid. And a child and all of their clothes and special toys. I think that checking your luggage is just played out these days. Just put it in your muslin backpack and it has plenty of space. As you recalled uh, one episode, it's tubular. It is tubular (laughs) in the like, what, superlative nature, I guess, but then also in shape. It's a little bit like a big tube. Yeah, it kind of just looks like a backpack. It has a zip off top. It's really spacious in there and it's great for school, work, travel, whichever you want to use it for. They have two sizes of backpacks. They have the small and the large. There's limited designs, which I think honestly makes it easier to find a bag you like. And they're cool designs too. Yeah, a lot of floral prints, a lot of high-vis stuff, black, gray, and pink for the people who don't really want a floral pattern. I have the one that's pink, but it's called watermelon. It does not taste anything like watermelon. That's the first thing I did when I tried. I'm like, oh, cool, flavored bag. It's not. I don't know why I thought that. I even put a little bit of salt on it before I licked it, and I just licked the salt off. It wasn't good. Yeah, so they're already a reasonable price, but if you want to save a little bit of quiche on your <laughs> muslin bag, then you can use the discount code Jordan Reed. Yes, and that is spelled J-R-D-N Reed. Go to muslin.com, M-U-Z-M-M.com, and find a bag you like. Who cares? Find 10 you like, get them all, get 10% off, and then let us know what you think about your bag. Muslin backpacks, put your stuff in it. Well, welcome back. Hopefully you tidied up your haunted housekeeping. I know we did. We we did. We did not. We did not. No. We just read the ads. Yeah. Well, what we did- In our own way. Yeah. I'm like sort of like a silly- <laughs> We never really way. read the ads. We know the information, but then we just <laughs> make up something. No, I don't know if that's okay or not, but- Hey. Hey, you guys are getting the info. We've we've read the text and we're adapting our knowledge into our notes. This is our that was our presentation. Yeah. So there. Molly, why don't you go lay down? Okay, so my topic this week is it's a little silly. I think they're kind of funny. I'm very ready for it because you <laughs> you had told me that mine might have been a little too serious, so I'm very excited that yours is silly. Well, yours is definitely interesting. It's just it was intense. I hey. it just I don't know if I'm going to eat meat today. <laughs> this is what kind of came out of it. I'm sorry everyone. I thought it was fun, but maybe a little bit of blood. A lot of bit. Maybe a lot of bit of blood. No blood, really. Yeah, it's all gone. Cuz it's all gone. Somebody yeah, they, drained it all. The aliens took it. Lack of blood talk. Yes. Okay, so anyways, this week I kind of have just some weird things that our ancestors did. Okay, this is this this can be kind of weird and wacky. It's weird because it's like, 
first of all, why? Okay. And then second of all, like, what? <laughs> it's just weird. So you're doing the like Linda, uh, Linda Ellerby, Nick News thing. Because remember, <laughs> remember at the end, you would always be like, ask who, what, where, when, why. Yeah. And yours is the why and the what? Yeah, it was weird. So, okay. So the first one, since we're the spooky spouses, I thought I'd start with the trial by spousal combat. Okay. I thought you were going to say trial by stone, which <laughs> no. is a humongous dark crystal thing. I would have been, I was going to be You're going to be stoked. You're like, what? This is a real thing. They really did. They really, they really well, they did stone people. Oh yeah, they did. They 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 would throw rocks at people until. But they, they wouldn't hit a big rock with swords. Yeah, specifically bird people would not chop at a. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so in medieval Germany, a husband and wife could settle their disputes in a rather unusual way, which is the trial by spousal combat. <laughs> in a spousal duel, the rules were the man had to fight sitting in a waist deep pit. What? With one hand tied behind his body. And the other hand, he was allowed to hold a stick. Just a stick? Yeah. So he had to be in a little like pit, waist deep with a stick. And the woman was allowed to move within a limited area around him. And she could use a pouch of stones as Holy a weapon. smokes. So she could, just, she could just hit him with a pouch of stones. And he had to be in a pit with a stick. And they could just fight it out. <laughs> I don't know if like they killed each other. Or if they just like hit each other for a while. What if they were to, were to have given the wife a crossbow, but in the crossbow were just... Uh, Poison darts? What, no, I was going to say cobras. She just <laughs> launched cobras at him. And they just went in his pit and just killed him slowly <laughs> while he had a stick. The husband has to stand neck deep <laughs> neck deep in a pit full of, full of terribly poisonous cobras. Oh, and guess. the wife gets to hang out and watch the husband get eaten to death by just cobras. Just sits there. <laughs> And watches him die. Now, I will say, though, if the husband were to get out, good job. Yeah, but he has to sit in there. Yeah, stay in there. Would you imagine that today? <laughs> like, oh, go to the town hall because there's a spousal duel going on. Yeah. I feel like that would just be crowded all the time. Oh, it'd be packed. It Every would be little so fight. Packed. The the second that, that a food truck starts parking outside over it'd be so it would be packed for sure <laughs> it'd have its own reality show but there'd then it be t-shirts get... saying like got out of the pit question mark got out of the pit <laughs> or open up the pit question open mark. up the pit yeah anyways it was very very weird i don't know if people i mean i'm assuming people died i bet you they died. i mean or at least really got, hurt like, yeah severely injured or you hey guys you could just talk about it here's the thing got an issue talk about it Okay, so the next one is from Spain. There was a national hero. I think it's El Cid. Okay. I think he was like, I don't know a lot about like the Spanish. That's okay. You know, all that stuff. So before one of his battles, he was wounded by a poison arrow and died. So they were in a war. And to prevent the other army for knowing about his death, his wife like stuffed his body and put him in a suit of armor and like staged him on top of a horse. She, His wife weakened at Bernie's him? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And then the other, like, I don't know who they were fighting against. I couldn't find, like, what war this was from. But the other army actually fell for it and thought he was still leading their army. Oh, my God. And, like, it intimidated them and they still won. They still won because they had yeah, a dead the Spanish, guy on a horse? the Spanish still won because his wife put his dead body up there and was like, he ain't dead. Oh, no, he's fine. No, he's, But a he's lot of, a lot a of the Spanish army didn't know that he was dead either. What? They thought he was still alive. He was just on his horse. 
Like, what about when he's not talking or like his head's wobbling yeah, backwards? His, head's, his <laughs> head's bobbing around. Like, a, what, what? And then, what if that's. And then, after the war, when they won, they found out. And then, the in Spain, whatever era this was, then they invented the bobblehead in honor of this guy. El Cid. El Cid. I think it's El Cid because it's L C I D. Sure. El Cid. El Cid. Yeah. But yeah, he won. Weekend at Cities. Yeah, I know. He, like, good job. Yeah. Wife. I would say really good job. Well, however, she packed him in a suit of armor with like a bunch of like sticks or something holding his limbs out or whatever. Or like, do you think, do you think like she stood next to him when uh, like, say like his commander or I don't know anything about military ranks, but like someone came up and was like, hey, um, how you feeling? Are you doing okay? We, I thought you were attacked pretty bad. And she like did the thing out of the side of her mouth. Oh, I'm fine. Thanks. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Maybe they just maybe he was a strong, quiet type, so it wasn't uh, usual, like unusual for him to not say anything. That's so funny. Like, I wonder how long it was before they realized that he was dead, though. Like, they won the war. Like, maybe went out for drinks. <laughs> like, went a couple weeks, and out then they're like, "Wait, he died." They went out for drinks before. That's so funny. Like they're high fiving him at the pub. But he's well, not high fiving. In Spain, it would be what? I don't know, a bar. Okay. Anyways, the next one I have is from the Middle Ages. It wasn't just people that were taken to court, but also animals. Good. It's about time. <laughs> So most often domestic animals became accused of crimes like witchcraft, particularly cats were accused of witchcraft. I can get behind that. As well as cows, chickens, roosters that carried an egg. Oh, sure. And pigs. So there was a pig that was found guilty of killing a child. It is recorded that they actually killed a pig because they said it killed a child. Well, I mean, it very well could have if it was a real nasty pig, a real angry pig. Yeah, or like someone killed their child and was like, yeah, the pig did it. Oh, no, it was my stupid pig. <laughs> it was that mean, terrible pig. It was my big idiot pig that I have. Yeah, the court was not ashamed of the fact that the animals could not say anything in their defense, but the testimonies of defense and their witnesses were always taken in consideration. So if we were to rule the 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 entire earth by this practice, bears arrest them right away because they're going to eat a person. Sharks, sorry, got to go. But like, imagine like armed robbery. Yep, definitely that cow that created that armed <laughs> robbery. I saw him. He had a gun. Do you think the reason why animals don't commit more crimes, human crimes, is because they remember back when they used to be taken to court? Maybe. Imagine waking up and there's a cow broken to your house with like one of those like burglar masks over its <laughs> over its eyes. And it's just eating things out of your fridge. Yeah. Move your money into my pockets <laughs> is what it would say. Yeah, I don't know how many, like, I feel like in the Middle Ages, people just got really bored. And then the witchcraft thing just got out of control. And I don't know, they were just killing a bunch of animals. Yeah. Well, I think it's about time for everyone to be held accountable for their actions. Even, right. Even fish. Even the neighbor's cat. Even the neighbor's cat. I mean, the neighbor's cat, like, what if it walks in her car? How dare it? We used Trespassing. To get, we, used, we used to get prank phone calls when I was in high school for like a string of a few months. And it was always the same group of girls that would call our house. And it was always, your cat is sitting on our fence and it's pooping on our fence. We would always get those calls. Now That's I a know weird call. it's a very weird call. Well, you know, you figure kids are like fourteen or fifteen. That cat probably would have been sent to trial. Gizmo, yes, Gizmo would have been arrested uh, <laughs> and sent to jail. Now I know that Gizmo was home; his alibi works out fine. But I would say if Gizmo was doing that stuff, arrest my cat because it's terrible and rude. Also weird. Yeah, 
Okay, so the next weird thing is, and it's still kind of happening today. I don't know if it's just like a, a tribute thing or if like people really still believe it, is the teeth blackening. What? So back in the day, it was very common of people of Southeast Asia, South America, and Japan, and it was known as Oraguru okay. in the 16th and 17th centuries. So they would use some kind of like charcoal type stuff, like oily, blackened product. Like a charcoal sort of a paste or a powder yeah, or something? Yeah, that would stick. I mean, it would be pretty intense. And they would use it to put all over their teeth as if their teeth looked like they were blackened and decayed. Now, the reason that they would do this was it was either they were to hide the bad state of their teeth. Okay. So if they just all looked decayed, you didn't actually know what was under there. Uh-huh. So it's like if they really did have decay, then it just looked like, oh, this is a fashion statement. Oh, well, my teeth aren't really decaying. My teeth can't be bad. I don't have any teeth. Or people claimed that it would protect their teeth from actual decay. So it was like a special varnish that they had come up with. And it also was said it gave the illusion of tooth decay. They wanted people to look like they had tooth decay because it indicated that you were rich. Because yeah. only rich people were allowed to indulge in eating sugar. That used to be a thing too. Like if you were extremely overweight, it was like, oh, this is a sign of power. You were wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and people, I guess, still do it today. I would assume today that they're just doing it because of this thing that our ancestors did. Like almost a, or... a fashion trend. Sure. Now, I will say, though, that you and I were just talking about it yesterday when you were looking at conditioners. <laughs> we got a little wild on Saturday that like they're adding like, what was it? You saw like bourbon conditioner or something. And it's like one of those hot words, right? They just like, like pick words to like add to things. But what I'll say is that charcoal is very trendy now. You know, I have soap for right. my face with charcoal in it. Charcoal toothpaste, charcoal cereal, I'm sure is not too far off. So maybe it's just a fashion. It was like, it's like a super trendy thing. Yeah. And I was going to say, there's actually that charcoal stuff that girls are buying for their teeth that turns your teeth all black and it's supposed to whiten your teeth. Well, then maybe it's safe to assume that they were doing this because they're like, oh, toothpaste isn't really a thing yet. So we found that if you rub charcoal on your teeth, it makes it white because like you're polishing your teeth. I don't know. But well, back in the day, they used to like just wear it blackened out. Oh, like all the time straight up. Yeah. Like that was their thing. I, I wonder because I don't have particularly good handwriting. If I wear black gloves and convince people that I don't have hands. I won't have to write stuff. There you go. Or, yeah, it's like, yeah, or like if I, if kind of like an invisibility cloak, if I don't want to be bothered, I just put on a big, like I just cover myself in a black blanket and just stand there. And they're like, oh, he's, oh, I guess he's gone. He, he's gone. Well, the next one I have is the Victorian era with the headless photos, which what? I actually never had seen these before. But there were a lot of, you know, the old Victorian portraits with like, you know, that kind of black and white tone sepia what is that tone uh either sepia or sepia yeah yes and people were getting bored with that photography of this you know very bland no smile they could have just posed but instead they developed a way kind of like our photoshopping today but they can manipulate the negatives and do a little retouching so it was a trend to have your photo taken and then make it look like you were holding your head so it looked what? like you were headless and you can look them up there's tons of them that's like, so cool i don't know if they did this to be fun or if this was actually like oh no that's a classic classy cool thing to do i bet you it's to be funny 
to be fun. I don't know. There were so many different kinds of fads to do stuff. I mean, people would be holding their heads. Their head would just be floating next to them. Like, But yeah, it was very popular to have photos taken, portraits taken of yourself without your head. That is so funny. Yeah. So they like back in the that was their Photoshop back in the day, which is really funny. Because that's that's one thing I, I think like in basic history and stuff, you really never learn at least a lot. Like the cool trends and like the well, funny. Like, yeah, like humor. Yeah, you don't hear like a that. lot about humor. Like, I, I, I forget where it was, but there's this there there are these series of drawings where people are like laughing at farts and it's like hilarious and it's like very, very old. Yeah, you can they're fun to look at. I mean, it just looks like an old photo with them holding their head or their head's just gone. I want to see that. It's very funny. The next one is the dirt farm. So in 1953, so it wasn't that long ago, there was a bizarre fad of like everything having uranium in it. Okay. Like just like how we were talking about charcoal, it's kind of the fad. Well, uranium was the thing. And there was a Texas dairy farm and the farmer, Jesse Reese, claimed that he put his wounded leg in the soil on his farm. And because there was claims of uranium in his soil, he said that it healed his leg. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I I put my wounded leg in the dirt and then I pulled it out and it was infested with worms and bugs. (laughs) And it was dirty and wounded. But (laughs) believing that he had radioactive soil with healing properties, people from all over um, with different ailments started coming to his farm to bury their wounds in the dirt what so everybody from colds to cancer came there and i don't know if there was like a lot of people that i think it was more of a mental thing that they were like i'm healed but he soon sold his dairy farm and all his cows and turned it into a uranium dirt house (laughs) so people would go there to get better by putting their body parts in the soil listen up you old uranium dirt house so whether it worked or not, he was like, a jackpot. Seriously. Well, that's like the when there's there's a lot of connections, right? Like realizing how you can dupe people out of their money. We were we were looking uh, or we were watching TV or something. And it was like this commercial that was targeted at the elderly. Speaking of the, the dark web, and it was like, are people searching for you on the dark web? Hire us to right. do a search and pay us a lot of money. But like, there's all this stuff with medical things and stuff. How well, you yeah, can I mean, there's. People. We were just watching a ghost adventures about all the. I think it's interesting about the mineral water. Oh yeah, hotels. That, like people would go just to have this mineral water, and it would cure all your your ailments, and it would make yeah. your skin beautiful. And it's in what is like mineral wells or something in Texas. Yeah. And you could go into like little sweat boxes, steam rooms with the with the the crazy water, which baths. people kind of still do today. So, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's too far fetched, but no, I don't. You think just don't so have to go to a hotel to do it. Yeah, you can order it online. This one isn't really creepy, but I thought it was really funny, and I would totally be a part of this because I love naps. Oh hey, so our ancestors used to sleep in two parts. The first part of their sleep lapsed from sunset to the middle of the night, and then they would wake up and do some things, and then the second sleep would start a couple hours after that, and then they would sleep till sunrise. So, so it's it's just weird, but I mean, it's not spooky in any way, but it was just really funny that they had to sleep in two parts. You go to bed at, say, like 9 p.m., wake up at 2 a.m., do some stuff, go to bed, wake up at like 7 or 8. Yeah. I th- I might be able to get behind it. I don't know. <laughs> you just nap it out a little bit. I guess. So you take two large naps. Yeah. Huh. And then you go about your day. Then do you take a nap in the middle of the day? I'm sure they probably did. Okay. Well. People back then liked to sleep. I like to sleep. 
take little naps. Me too. So the very last one I have is I think everybody kind of knows about the poor hygiene back in the day. Yes. I mean, they wouldn't shower very often. They had wigs to control the lice. I mean, you didn't brush your teeth. Yes. In fact, you didn't do a lot of stuff. You would cover them up with charcoal so people wouldn't look at them. But the thought, the thing I found really interesting was that lice was actually looked at as like a good thing. Okay, how? And they called them the pearls of God. That's so gross. Yeah. That's and a nasty. lot of the queens in England and stuff would actually like never shower. That's so nasty. So they smelled terrible. I, I, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. Everybody else smells stinky. So maybe like their stinky, really stinkiness was like royalty. That's so gross. I think it was maybe the Queen Bloody Mary, which we kind of talked about last week. Last week with nursery rhymes. I think she was reported to have bathed twice in her entire life. In her like queen her, her reign. ruling. Yeah. That's so sad. Once I, before she became queen and once before she died. I didn't take a shower yesterday. It's early today on Sunday morning, and I want to take a shower. I can yeah. only imagine like that cool Your song. Your little pearls of God. I can only imagine my tiny but heady bugs. That's that one song, right? No, I don't know what song that it's is. It's like a, I can only, oh. it's a country song. I don't know what a country song. <laughs> well, whenever you and I aren't around each other, I blast country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the country artists, uh, Brad. Um, Chevron. Uh, Brad Paisley, the guy I love, Chris Gaines. Was that was that the guy's name? The Chris Gaines. Well, no, Garth Brooks. Was Garth Brooks. The, Chris Gaines was his dark alter ego. They weren't the same person, you know that. It's, yeah. Uh, very scary. Yeah, um, but they had the same phone number, which is really weird, and also the same social security number. Because <laughs> I searched it on the dark web, Chris Gaines is so sh. Uh, yeah. And it was like, oh, it's, you, did you did you know it's the same as Garth Brooks's? When that you, you okay? So do you remember remember Clippy? The Microsoft little yeah. paper clip these pop up. What about the dark web? You had something and when you like look something up or you search one, you had like a, a clippy dark web alternative, but it was a tiny little skeleton or like a tiny little grim reaper or something. That'd be cute. Wouldn't that be funny? Did you know that you, <laughs> did you know that buying human legs is a federal crime? <laughs> and it's it's just ah, uh, uh, just warning you. Drugs are half price on this site compared to this one. <laughs> Check you, it out. Did you know that buying that buying super heroin is much cheaper on this one? Either way, please take yeah. a bath. Please take a bath. Just calling, calling lice, what is it, pearls from God? Pearls of God, That's yeah. That's so gross. That's disgusting. Well, back then, I mean, it was, I don't know, I guess maybe it proved your royalty that like you didn't have to be clean. But everyone else was dirty. They would just powder up. Powder up. Powder for everything. There was also like weird stuff. I mean, there's tons of weird things that our ancestors did, but like there was actually makeup that was toxic that killed people. Oh, for sure. Because it had so much lead in it. Yeah. I mean, but like how... women knew that and they were still like, well, I'll take my chances because I need to look pretty. How soon until we realize that for sure, definitively, our cell phones are destroying us? Probably. Oh, we've already known that. See, that's the same thing. It's like we know that it's killing us, <laughs> but we still use them. I did download this brand new game called Pearls of God that I've been playing, and it's like super fun. <laughs> it's like God of War, but... But you're a bug. But you're just a stinky queen, <laughs> and you just don't shower. You basically wake up every day. It's like an RPG. You wake up every day, and you're like, should I shower today? And then you say no, and then you take two naps. And you're constantly fighting off like soap monsters and like shampoo monsters and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And toothbrush. Big old toothbrush comes real, at you. Real stinky queen. That's it. That's my topic. <laughs> It was a very good one, Lindsay. Well, thanks. Thank you. It was a little more lighthearted. Yeah. And that's, I think, 
I think that this episode, according, well, I think this episode might have needed it. So that's great. (laughs) Yeah. If you have any other weird ancestor things that you want to share with us or that you still do, maybe you like to blacken your teeth, just uh, send us an email at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com or give us a little uh, tweet at Twitter at Spooky underscore Spouses or even come check us out on Instagram at Spooky underscore Spouses. Yeah, uh, upload a picture of your teeth and tag us in it. That's fine. <laughs> so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if like that's the thing on Twitter or Instagram that like show us your teeth? We we started getting like a lot of traffic just because people were posting photos of their mouths, uh, oh, like man. just their teeth. Or, we like, might go their to x-rays. prison. Yeah, well, we would at least be looked at. I think these dark webbers are having people show their teeth. Dark webbers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny well hey thank you so very much to our good 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 friend eli rexford chambers for the theme music you heard at the beginning middle and you're about to hear at the end of our show eli is a very nice boy so thanks eli for being a nice boy yeah also a thank you to everybody over at the scavengers network check it out they have a bunch of great podcasts on there as well as ours and thanks to all you listeners without you there is no us and if you haven't done it yet and you like what you hear only if you like it no press but if you'd like to go to itunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our show rate and review our show it helps us get more listeners and helps build up our stuff and then we're able to do more stuff like travel interview cool people yada yada yeah we have a satan coven in detroit that has been beckoning for us to come visit so (laughs) yeah the more listeners the more experiences we can have and share with you well Well, (laughs) have a very spooky week have a creepy weeky and we (laughs) yeah um have a super cleanly week uh Mm. shower a lot you don't need to wash your hair all the time right Lindsay? like with with shampoo and stuff no absolutely not but at least take but at least bathe bathe it out yeah and if you listen to our episode and you can still eat meat good for you (laughs) because i might not well until next monday we will see you guys later bye bye Molly is loosening her pipes. Molly is trapped on the couch and is loosening her pipes. Molly, are you trapped on the couch? Good answer. <laughs> Do you want to... Here, come here. Say something in the microphone. Come here. You're okay. You're not in trouble. Come here. Come here. <laughs> I did trouble. Say something in there. Go on. Wow. <laughs> here. A lot to say. Good girl. <laughs>